Were yeah. you out right there? Yeah, I was out, but I came back, and uh -oh. he did get banged. And that was... What's with the static? What's with the static? How come there's no static for Matthew McWannabe? How come there's no static for the food fighters? How come there's no static for Diamond Dallas Page? What about me? What about Raven? You ripped me off out of my U.S. title. Ran on, Now brother. I'm going to rip you off. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Holy Jesus. Gone by the name Flamingo and Polo, but more importantly, this is the Raven Double Feature Show. Tonight, we run down two matches from his illustrious career, but before we do that, this is Federation. I'm Tyler Fudge. And I'm Travis Fudge. And this is Federation on Shuffle, the Raven Double Feature Show. Obviously, you can follow us on Twitter at the Federation. You can follow Travis on Twitter. At Fudge and Up. Uh, last week, I was good. This week, again, waited for it. Facebook and Instagram is the Federation Podcast. T-shirts at watermaneuver.net. And you become a member of our Patreon or PayPal by joining you know, FutterationPodcast at gmail.com. Just like other members of the Fudge family, like Too Sweet to be Sour Savage Fudge, from the musically inclined side of the family, Wooly Fudge, our brother from another mother, Scotty Fudge, and he wants to call father but not for a dollar, Trox Fudge. And not to forget the music, just like... What we have playing in the beginning of this song is, is not quite Raven, but it's, uh, 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 fuck, what song is it? It's, uh, Mitch did a cover of an Alice in Chains song. Um, I think it's, I want to say Wood, but I can't remember. It could be wrong. It could be very wrong. Into the flood again. That one? Was back there. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just lights up his joint. Just lights can't up the joint, shit. and I am fucked. But either way, Travis, how have you been? It has been a week since we have convened and had our uh, our last discussion of wrestling. No, sir. It has been f it has been five days. Well, four days. Four now, days. Now, now you're pulling the curtain back. See. Oh, yeah, yeah, that iron curtain. Yeah, iron, iron curtain. What a heavy curtain, eh? Well, you know, that fourth wall needs to be made of something, right? It does get keep you fucking weirdos out. Right. Mm -hmm. right? I'm kidding. I love you guys. Love That's you. why I privatized my Twitter page. So <laughs> <laughs> I hate people, except for the, ones? the people that I still follow. <laughs> and if I don't follow you, it's because you're not interesting. <laughs> but uh, this uh, this event... That we're going to first talk about the uh, ECW Buffalo Invasion was a was a show that we skipped. We're doing Buffalo Invasion first. Okay, let me let me rearrange my notes. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> 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 I got the easy one out of the way first. The easy to obtain one. So that match is uh, Raven and Stevie Richards taking on Terry 
Terry Terry Funk. I don't know why I was I was reading Tommy Dreamer, but saying Terry Funk, and I was like, why am I saying Terry and not Tommy? But yeah, no Terry Terry Dreamer. <laughs> so, Travis, you gotta help me out. I'm having a hard time. All right, I'm having an extremely hard time. So, so the matches we're reviewing. First one's going to be Buffalo Invasion 1997 from May 16th, I think. Great crowd. It's Tommy Dreamer and Terry Funk, or Tommy Tommy Funk, Terry Dreamer. Take on Raven and Stevie Richards. This is also a um, a dream match, or um, a dream tag team match, where they get to choose anybody that they want from the yes. locker room, and Todd Gordon is announcing this whole thing. And the other match that we're reviewing is... Um, Raven taking on Diamond Dallas Page from Spring Stampede 1998. Yes. Um, Tyler ended up getting one of our Patreon subscribers, Scotty, yes. to choose two Raven matches. And he well, chose yes. and- any Tommy Dreamer or Raven match and a Raven CM Punk match. Yes. Now, unfortunately, when Tyler told me, I reminded him. I'm pretty sure we did all the CM Punk Raven matches when we did our ROH arc. Yes, and we had. To to eliminate redundancy, we decided to choose a Raven and DDP match, which is highly rated, highly applauded. Um, yep. You know, DDP's uh, second big feud, considering how he's doing the Randy Savage one right now in 97, and he goes off and does this long Raven one. So, I figured- and, and this one is basically a rehash of the Tommy Dreamer feud. Kind of. The Raven DDP? Yes. How so? Because he knew. D- this is okay. So I think I've got a clip of it, but uh, I'll preface it. I'll just I'll just give you like the the Cliff Notes version of it. Um, there's one promo that he cuts where he's like, uh, "DDP, I've known you for years. You were you were the first person to reach out to me after my first stint to rehab." And you could have gotten me a job in WCW. Instead, you made me go to another company where I got hit over the head with chairs and blah, 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 and got more into drugs and blah, oh, blah, interesting. blah. Yeah. yeah. So he's basically blaming DDP for his downward spiral kind of deal. So I, I, I thought that was you know really, really cool and, and, and you know at least a nice little way to go about it. And well, we figured that we're not going to touch 1998 WCW, so no. you may as well at least review a good Good, yeah, a good portion of it. Yeah, you know, of course, of course. And Raven would also go on the next night to face Goldberg. Well, the winner, the win. Sorry, the winner the would go winner on to who, face Goldberg because the match is for the U.S. title, and the winner will face Goldberg on Nitro. So you know they're meeting inevitable doom. Yes, undefeated yes. Goldberg wrestles the winner of the pay per view match. Cool. Yeah. Why not just have it on the pay per view? Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> fucking WCW. Well, man. see, spoiler alert: Raven wins that match, but Raven has been holding the U.S. title for like a month, so. It's- He's got. He, so, there's always got to be a resident kleptomaniac in WCW stealing title belts. There does there, always original ideas, right? Oh yeah. Year course. after year, let's repeat the same angle. Of course, of course, you got to, you've got to. So, the first show is it's from May 17th, not the 16th, not to not to rain well, on whatever. And we're in Buffalo, New York, obviously. But the name of this place is where it really, really resonates. The Flickinger Center. F L I C K I N G E R. Flickingers. Yeah, Flickinger Center. And there were 1,697 people there, so good crowd. I vote them to just change it to the Flange Center. The Flange. <laughs> That's another word for fingers, in case you didn't know. 
Uh, I, I'm pretty sure we have run down this card before in the past. We could have. I'm pretty sure. But this this card has you know Taz and Spike Dudley, uh, Shane Douglas and Chris Chetty, mm-hmm. uh, the Great. Eliminators taking on Devon Dudley and Dick Dudley and the Gangsters. And then the three-way match at the end is Terry Funk, Raven, Steven Richards, and the Sandman in a four-way elimination match. First, I was going to say, maybe we do that match. And then I read on, and it was like, oh, wait, Raven gets eliminated five minutes into the match. Well, that doesn't work. <laughs> I, I had my uh, trepidations about reviewing this match because we were trying to figure out a Tommy Dreamer Raven match to review. And a lot of them are not long matches. A lot no. of them are like eight minutes, seven minutes with yeah. some angles and shenanigans. Yeah. But um, Cage Match had stumbled me upon Heat Wave 95, and it describes it as Tommy Dreamer and Luna Vachon take on Stevie Richards and Raven in a cage match featuring the chair shot heard around the world. Yeah. Little to my knowledge, you go on fucking the network and you pop on Heat Wave 95. It's just Luna Vachon taking on Stevie Richards with an angle. Goddamn ECW. A little, you and your, little disappointing. Your vagueness. <laughs> but this match all in all was actually kind of kinda of, it was pretty good once we got into it. Yeah. It took a it took a bit to get into it, but once it started getting its tracks. Really told you a story. And, yes. And it really made barely or was this this was after barely legal, yes. wasn't it? Yes. It really made, you know, the the bridge, you know, where they separated Stevie and Raven a lot clearer. You know what I mean? And it made more sense. Um before we get into the match itself, I want to rewind a little bit since we are kind of going through Raven's career. Like if we were to ever do another double feature on Raven, we'd have to do a WWF match and a TNA match. You know what I mean? Or we could do a double feature like we got a Scotty the Body match with a... Oh, no. God, no. Where would you ever find a match that's not more than two minutes long? Oh, I don't know, but you can find a Robbie Rob Van Dam Raven match from WCW in 92. It was on that's RVD's right. DVD. That's right, Robbie too. V versus Scotty Flamingo, and yeah. it was like eight minutes oh, that's right. when, they, when they were doing their Cruiserweight division. Yeah. yeah, I remember that now. I remember that. Not Carson's DVD that we burned off. Yeah, weren't allowed, though. We're Don't allowed. burn off my, my, my DVDs, my games. Bro, I'm a pirate. You can't stop me from sailing the seas, bro. But the Great pirates in Newfoundland. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, let's just uh, let's, let's introduce Raven, how he was introduced to ECW. So Raven, he was introduced to ECW by Stevie Richards in late 1994, where Stevie Richards was you know kind of developing and like, this quasi identity crisis where he would come out look uh, looking and going by the name of Stevie Flamingo then Stevie the body and then Stevie Polo and he would be dressed in these flamboyant outfits and it's all obviously references to Scott Levy or Raven who we would for, uh, forever be known as after uh, so he loses the Tommy Dreamer uh, Richards then loses his mind he says that the, he's going to present the real Johnny Polo and then, uh, then uh, yeah, this happens. Let's see, I got all kinds of stuff for this episode. I knew it! I knew it! See, you couldn't find him. He's gone. He's history. He left the spot. No, no, no! I am not going to produce Scotty Flamingo. I am not going to produce Scotty the Body. Now, I like to give all you punks out there the debut. No, no, not the debut. 
There are 12-year-old kids in crack-filled stupors. Parents are abusing their children. We've all had that happen. Did you ever wake up with a stack of cardboard boxes for a pillow? No. no. And a newspaper for a blanket? No. Then do not let it happen again. I'm sorry, it won't happen again. It won't happen. I want elimination by any means necessary. Yes, sir. Yes. Quote to Raven. Yes, Nevermore. <laughs> Didn't expect to see me, did you? Styles. You're just a breathable piece of garbage. You're not all there, are you? You've been away. I can tell. So, so you definitely come a long way. The 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 intro to Raven, not the smoothest thing in the world, but gives you a glimpse into the character. I can't believe that they thought that people would be interested in. Oh, we got Scotty Flamingo coming into I the territory. Oh, that's not really a great Johnny way to Polo, hype it. the guy that was managing the Quebecers? Is that it wasn't a highlight, that is for sure. Now, now this is all not for naught here. Uh it's time for the pop quiz. Travis, we always comment on the shirts worn by Raven. But can you tell me what shirt Raven was wearing on his ECW debut? Oh, Jesus. Was it A, The Offspring, B, Sandman, the the comic book, Ministry the Band, or Pearl Jam? I know that the Sandman t-shirt is... Probably one of the most synonymous Raven photos from the yeah. early nineties. Yeah. You know, you, you you'd go on community creations on W2K. Always that and Sandman. If you one. got Raven and you got a good Raven, it was always the Sandman shirt. Yeah. And I mean it's a dope shirt. I've wanted to buy the shirt myself. There you go. It's a good comic. Yeah. Great comic Great book. Comic. Fucking awesome. I don't think that, that was his debut. Now Sandman was around in ninety four, but Ah, I don't think it was Offspring either. Oh, it's either Ministry or Pearl Jam. I'm going to go with Ministry. (laughs) You're fucking right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I literally had to, because I could kind of pick out the words that were on the t-shirt, and I had to go on and find the band Ministry. Yeah. And then go through the discography and see if it was one of their shirts. It's like, ah! That's that's the one. Yeah, they're they're a weird fucking band. Yeah, I was. I'm shocked you got that one, especially after how you reacted to the question. So process of elimination, Tyler. Exactly. Offspring, I put in there as a decoy. Keep them separated. Sandman was also another decoy because I know everybody knows that's the iconic Raven shirt. Ministry, that was the correct answer. Pearl Jam is a decoy. For what reason? I feel there was a reason Pearl Jam was even a flow DDT. Yes, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Even flow that's DDT. What WCW yeah. refers to as his finisher. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, good job, Tyler. Good job. Thank you. Good Thank job. you. Thank you almost you. fooled me. I did. I almost fooled you. Okay, so we might as well get into the match. Like you said, both members are picking their partners. Tommy Dreamer obviously picks uh, Terry Funk 
for the fact that you know they 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 hang out on the double cross ranch doing father and son things you know we've We've mentioned that before. Play a game of horseshoes. Yeah, yeah. Dory three, Funk plays basketball with them. Yeah, three-legged armadillo races, you know, things along those lines. While Tommy showers, Dory Funk's wife steals money <laughs> from his jeans. <laughs> Take him. He's pretty plump. He must have lots of money. He's got a lot of meat on them bones. Uh, but uh, uh, Raven, on the other hand, he, the, he picks Stevie Richards. They have been estranged. There's estranged at this point in he's time. He's part of the BWO now. Yes, and and he's reluctant to come out and help Raven. Tyler, did Joey Styles say something about Missy Hyatt being with Raven? It wasn't though. It's, I it's, did not think that was chastity. Yeah. Yes, that was chastity. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I got a close up of her. I'm like, that's not what Missy it, Hyatt it was, looks. He came like. out with lupus and chastity. Oh, yeah, lupus. Yeah. You know, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Don't get me started. I hate <laughs> fucking lupus. And before we get away from the entrances, Beulah comes out looking fine as hell in a neck brace. All because of Louis Spicoli giving her a Spicoli driver. Wasn't that on Barely Legal? Oh, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. When they held Lu- uh, Beulah yeah. back and he's like, look at that slut! Look at that slut! Yep, Jerry Lawler is as, as fine as always. As fine as always. Always. Rick Rude and uh, Joey Styles are on play-by-play. Yeah. That, that was nice. I, yeah, it I was. enjoyed that. It was. Uh, it was a shame that the rip that I had, and obviously you had, had all kinds of overdub music. I wouldn't have been able to watch the whole show with that. Every, every single music, every single theme song was the Techno. same dance overdub EDM yeah. shit, and it's yeah. like, oh my God, the FBI is entering for every single match. Yeah, it's like Raven coming out the fucking trap music. It just doesn't work. Does not. You work. imagine if, if did you if if you watched the Gangsters match? I'm wondering if the whole time instead of Natural Born Kill is being played for five minutes, it was just <sighs> dance beat. Can you imagine? Oh man, I'd kill myself. <laughs> I'd kill myself. <laughs> Oh, so the match starts. Uh, Richards, he's he's basically you know he's getting the shit kicked out of him by Tommy and, and Terry and Raven. He he always grabs the mic throughout the match. Yeah, and yeah. just berates Stevie Richards. Uh, like uh, he like to the point where like he was going to do it multiple times during the night where he'd bring up what like is, is just so Stevie reaches his hand out to tag Raven and then Raven tells him you're going to fight like a man or a piece of shit you pussy <laughs> like whoa calm down man like tell us how you really feel but this this would this would lead to uh Stevie forcibly tagging Raven in Raven immediately duck out like the pussy he is and it would basically impede into a brawl around the ring and, and through the crowd. Fine brawl. It was. They, they completely eliminated the entrance way by manipulating the guardrails. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. There's a... Uh, Raven would do a barrel roll onto Terry Funk through a table. That's the, I guess that's that's more apropos. I call it a twisting plancha. It makes it seem yeah, a yeah, little... You... But it makes it seem a little bit more flashy than it was. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It's like, well, you know, a drunken plancha. We can call it that, like, yeah, sa- like Sandman. It's like yeah. a drunken plancha. It it's is. just like, I'm going to dive over the ropes. My hips and my shoulders are going to take the fall. But I don't <laughs> care right now. I'm drunk. 
<laughs> I assume that same table that they broke. Uh, the one that they kept on using with kept Terry. Kept on using it. Yeah, the because ring when where... they brought it into the ring, it was already broken. But yes. Terry fucking turned chicken shit into chicken salad. Oh, he gets Irish whipped into this table. He gets hit over the head with it. He, Terry is is the great one of the greatest sellers of all time. Mm-hmm. He looks like he is out. Because I mean, an ECW it's like the barbed wire match when he's wrapped up in the barbed wire. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You imagine after that match, all the coffin fits that he'd have, and the Coors Lights he was drinking during oh. coughing up blood. God damn, can't help, can't help at all. There's no way. Uh, so Stevie would then lock in a leg lock. Raven gets on the mic and says, "Hey, you gonna be in like that? Tag me the fuck back in." Right? <laughs> Raven gives him a DDT. Doesn't give him the pin, though. This would lead to Raven turning on his partner and giving him a DDT as well. Well, Raven would then lock in the spinning toehold. Yes, yes, the dreaded spinning toehold. Now, you know, I hate the spinning toehold. I've talked about it. But Stevie Richards did the best spinning toehold I've ever seen. Because <laughs> he actually looked like he was trying to break his fucking yeah. knee. Like, yeah. it looked like he was actually putting some fucking force on it. Yeah. Whereas, like, I when agree. Terry Funk does it, I mean, yeah, he's he's... He's terrifying. not in the best shape right now. Well, I think the doc- doctor was astonished by his hips on Beyond the Mat. Yeah. You're walking? <laughs> now? Like, you walked in here? Uh, but no, uh, this would, uh, you know, Dreamer would then come make the save for, for Terry, who's just getting the shit kicked out of him. We get a ref bump. We get a DDT by Dreamer. There's still no ref. Spicoli would race down to the ring in a Beulah shirt. I didn't know they made Beulah shirts. I didn't either. And uh, he would get uh, hit in the nuts for this. This would then lead to Funk and Spicoli duking it out. Steve would then hit a super kick and pick up the victory. Yeah. Um, a big story of this match was also the fact that Tommy Dreamer was never able to fend off Raven and Stevie doing their frequent tags onto Terry while he was in peril. Yeah. So there's yeah. so many spots where the refs holding them back and Raven and Stevie actually start to work cohesively as a team. For a brief period of time. Until Tommy finally loses his goddamn mind after the whole table shenanigans. Yeah. And that's when some more fucking bullshit happens. But, you know, that immediately leads to Stevie winning the match. And you can't do this whole feud for years without having bullshit, you know, somewhere. Oh, exactly. Exactly. You got to use devices to to bring the story along or hold the story back to to not have it progress for so long. So, I mean, it's just the way it is. But no, this is just a glimpse into the the Raven Tommy Dreamer. We've done the the barely legal match. That's that's the big one. Really is the barely legal match. Russell Palooza. Russell Palooza, sorry. That's yeah. the big one that That's they the had. last one, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're they're they have a great feud for years. Well, it's not the last one. They have a match on Raw. Yes, in two thousand two. They have a match on Impact. They have one on Hardcore Justice. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they would at least I don't know if they would tag against each other or with each other when Raven would return ninety nine. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I think that's when Tommy uh won the title for like a day or a couple minutes, a couple hours, probably. Yeah, yeah, because Raven <laughs> helped him or something like that. Yeah, no, but they have a great feud. Like it, it's one of those feuds that it has great storytelling. The whole thing that Beulah was like a fat girl yeah. or something like that. They went to at, school together, camp. and he was yeah, yeah, and you know used to be Raven's girlfriend or yeah. something like that. Yeah, Beulah was Raven's girlfriend. I, I, I'd or like no, to. Beulah had a crush on Tommy. 
but she was fat. Yeah. And Tommy was that Tommy athlete, was the pretty boy, yeah. Right? And and he wouldn't be with her. And now she's sexy and she's with Raven. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's the story. Yeah, I'd like to watch a comprehensive video or something on that feud. Yeah. Because I, I... A well done video on that feud. Not like a 10-minute video. A well Brian done Zane, video. do this shit. Brian Zane is one of the better ones when it comes to this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he is. Brian Zane's 100%. great. Those, those videos. I don't know. How does how does he get away with the footage? That's my thoughts. You see so many people get taken up for footage. Oh, well, yeah. I was talking and then you got Brian Zane. It's like, whatever. I was talking to Mitch about this today. Yeah. Um, like, how, how you, OSW and all these kind of places. OSW's gotten flagged a lot on YouTube lately. They have. They have. But Matthew, I mean, well, he's getting flagged too, but he does picture in picture. Yeah. And I'm, it's like, I see a lot of places use, using cropped footage and they yeah. don't get taken down. Yeah. And it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, it is. It is. They're I mean, fucking strict. I know. I know. And Who the this... fuck wants to just see WWE published content? Like, yeah. come on, man. The fan-made stuff is ten times it's better. so much better. It's like ten the, times better. Like it's a shame that New Japan went so hard against Showbuckle. Showbuckle was doing such great work. Great New episodes Japan. of New Japan. Yeah. Like their uh, production episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the, the feuds. Golden Lovers one. Yeah. And, yeah. They did, he did videos for so many people, and, and it got you so well-versed into the story. Didn't he go up on story. Vimeo or Daily Motion, though? I think, I think so, but I don't know if he's, had, he's done anything lately. I really don't know. Probably got a little unmotivated after all this shit got taken down. I'm sure I would. You know, there's yeah. only so many times you're going to re-upload the same episodes, and and some point I'm just going to be like, "Fuck it, I'm done." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how we got to this tangent. Matthew hey. just uploads his shit to Pornhub now. Does he? Yeah. Really? He puts Botchamania up on Pornhub. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. And he was doing it on X videos for a bit too. <laughs> It's just like, that's the one place that they will never flag your shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Big fan base. You got a lot of bored people on Pornhub. <laughs> I, I I don't know of anybody that would vocally say that they browse Pornhub on a regular basis and just like go through the pages. I don't but, know. No. But... <laughs> I'm pretty sure you know what you want when you go on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for Pacha <laughs> Just like... Huh. <laughs> Can't really cast Pornhub to my TV. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you want to see a wrestling video? Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I don't know what kind of wrestling you've been watching, bro. But this, 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 this is not right. This is not the right website. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you're gonna like show your friend Botchmania log on a Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, really. You want to cast Pornhub to your TV, right? So, like, or you want to cast Botchamania to your TV. So, you got it on your phone. It's like, oh, then you've got to download the Pornhub app so you can cast. And then you're that motherfucker who has the Pornhub app installed on his phone. Like, who the fuck does Can't that? go without porn for so long that you have to have it on your phone. We might as well get into our second match. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Tommy Dreamer rolled down to, uh, like, 20 rows of bleachers as well. Like 30 minutes after this match, because Louis Spicoli kicked him down a set of bleachers. Yes, that's 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 the uh, the other match of note that happened there. I don't think I we really briefly touched on that before we got into it. But the next match, like Travis said, it's uh, April 19th from Spring Stampede. 
1998. They're in Denver, Colorado, in the Denver Coliseum. There's 7,428 people in attendance. And uh, they got a pay. Might as well. Fuck it. We're here. Got a pay-per-view buy rate of 0.74. Travis is a year separated from where we are now. What did they get for a pay-per-view 0.74? Yeah. 233,000. 250. Hmm. That's yeah. a good fucking number, Mom. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. a for a B pay-per-view in 1998, that's that's good. When they're like months away from just being dog shit. But I mean, they are still on the rise of Goldberg. Yes. Right? Like they would still have that Atlanta Dome or whatever the fuck Georgia it's called. Dome. Georgia Dome, the Nitro where Goldberg wins the title and they have like 40,000 people there for a live episode of Nitro. It's, the place is just fucking berserk. Oh yeah, it's unreal. It's one of the the vibe in that for that whole episode. Is the just, summer of '98 is the peak. Like as we said last week, Highway yeah. to Hell. Yeah, seven hundred thousand pay per view buys. Yeah, for SummerSlam. Yeah, that tells you that what is about to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This show would also have a lot of big matches. Uh, you, this not so big, but it's just interesting. Goldberg taking on Saturn, who is in the flock at this point in time. Uh, Ultimo Dragon defeats Chavo Guerrero uh, in a four-star match. Uh, we've got a three-and-a-half-star match uh, for the WWE World Television title, Booker T, taking on Chris Benoit. Oh, it's a part of their Best of I'm Seven series, probably? it's the final part for the Best of Seven. Not bad. It's for the world title, the television title. Uh, then we have Kurt Henning taking on British Bulldog. Not so much. Yeah, I saw that. No, yeah. like, fuck. No, uh, Chris Jericho takes on Prince Iakea in a three and a quarter star match. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not. Fuck I don't. That. Pr- Prince Iakea can eat a bag of dicks. That's that's my thoughts on on, on all this. Uh, there's also a psychosis, psychosis, and the Parker match. Randy Savage and Sting and uh, Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash taking on Roddy Piper and the Giant. Roddy Piper still main event in cocksucking shows. What the fuck? Get off my fucking TV. Yeah, like really though. God damn it. But Travis, Travis, pop quiz. <laughs> As Scotty Flamingo, Raven would go on to align himself with Diamond Dallas Page and Vinny Vegas. What was their group's name? Hmm. Was it the Diamond Core? The Vegas Bunch, the Diamond Mine, or the Pat? The Pat. The Pat. It's a group of flamingos. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like the flock? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like some shitty indie wrestler. The Pat. The Pat. Wasn't there a movie like was it named Pat and it's like this ambiguous? Don't know if it's a male. Don't know if it's a female. I have no idea. I gotta see. I gotta. I gotta so look. I'm going with the Diamond Mine. You're right. It's the Diamond Mine. I tried to like the Diamond Core, the Vegas Bunch. But yeah. Yeah. No, the Pat. That was an obvious joke. <laughs> I was like, I gotta explain it to him. He's gonna know this is not real as soon as I explain it. Like, I mean, I figured the Pat would tell you right there. It's not the name. Pat movie. Yeah, it's Pat, it's called. Uh, yeah. 
it's Pat, the movie. Nobody knows if it's a guy or a girl. It's just the whole point of the movie. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's from the 90s. I can tell. I can tell that would probably never see the light of day now. Probably not, no. Uh, but before we get into this match, uh, let's hear from Raven cutting a promo to build up to Spring Stampede. I want you to listen especially close, Paige. Because, Paige, you should understand my problems. Because you know about them better than anyone. Paige, you were the one that picked me up at the hospital the first time I got out of rehab. You should understand my pain. But you don't. Whenever you had problems of any nature, who listened to you on the telephone nightly? I did. Raven did. But what about me, Paige? What about Raven? What about me? I spent three long years in barbed wire city getting torn to shreds, going through tables, and being hit with frying pans and chairs. But you could have prevented it and got Raven into WCW, but you didn't because you were jealous. You were jealous and you were scared that I would become a bigger star than you. You know, I should have listened to the snake. He said you weren't a true friend. I should have listened. But times are different now. And where once I felt your pain, now you'll feel mine. Quote the Raven, United States champion forevermore. Holy smokes. So, a little bit of a long-winded promo, but, I mean, it's, it's got a lot of a lot of substance to it. Uh, we might as well get into the match. Great match. Uh, I mean, Ray, like I said, Raven comes out with the U.S. title. He stole it. Kleptomaniacs everywhere. Do so he just breed them? It's just like, this is the first one that I miss. it fits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like Six was just a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. He was just an asshole. Uh, but, no, the, the brawl's all over the place. Uh, they would find a way to use every aspect of the entrance. The big red barn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the oh, great entrance. Classic one from, like, Mayhem. Yeah, this is great. Uh, you see the flock are ringside. It's minus Saturn, obviously. I'll be Lodi, Sick Boy, and Reese, and yep. oh, Seven Hammer. Year Itch, Billy Kidman, and yeah, yeah, Heavy yep. Metal Van Hammer. Yeah, he's not Heavy Metal Van Hammer, he's Grunge Music Van Hammer now. Yeah, he's, oh, <laughs> yeah, Van Hammer. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> yep, this is pretty much all it. <laughs> uh, no, they would jump off the stagecoach on the outside. They would make their way to this this random side with tables. WCW.com. And, yeah, the WCW.com. And if we did Art of Commentary, this would be the end of it because there's no better line ever said in wrestling ever. He's going to suplex him. Where? On the website. <laughs> He's going to suplex him. On the website. He just crashed the website. <laughs> he's hacking into that website. <laughs> By God, he's bleeding. He's stuck open. He's he's transformed me with JR. JR is here. <laughs> By God. 
broke it. Who will break the code? He broke the internet in half. <laughs> There's not much you can really say because this match would also fail, fall to a lot of chicanery. It would. But, I didn't mind it. You know, a, a sick boy gets involved a lot. Pretty much just trying to help Raven out. Um, yeah. Reese gets involved ski- at one point. But before we move from Sick Boy, he uses the fucking kitchen sink. Yes, the kitchen sink is brought out. Where the fuck do you get a kitchen sink? Same place that LOD got it. I guess. Yeah. When did they, they just, use it? Uh, WrestleMania 13. Mm. Yeah. When they came out with Ahmed Johnson yeah. and the kitchen sink. Yeah. A year later. But hey. Yeah, no, it's, you can continue on now with your, your flock. Breakdown. Yeah, I mean, they all get involved. Fucking Big Ron Stud, that f- fucking clumsy-ass oh, yeah. motherfucker has to get involved. I mean, at least all he does is that choke. That That's the only thing he could ever do. Yeah, yeah, that that is true. That is true. Um, Dusty is sorely missing on this match, I find. Yeah. I, I would have yeah. really enjoyed some Dusty oh, on this. Dusty would have chewed every bit of scenery. Every bit of it would have been fantastic. The burn work, he would have had something to say about all of it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure only one member of the flock was successful in actually taking out DDP, and that would have been Reese. He choke-bombed him. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure Kidman did some fucking, like... He tried to dive onto DDP, Pin, and Raven, but then he dived onto Raven instead. Yeah. And then he jumped on DDP's back, and DDP transitions it into a sweet-ass fucking diamond cutter. Of course, it had to boot in Kidman to take that. Oh, of yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah, but it was beautiful, though. It was great. Lodi does not get involved, but he, he does. The sign. He throws a stop sign into the yeah. ring, and goddamn, that's a loud fucking stop sign. Yeah, no, it's, it's at least semi-real, for sure. Oh, man. Yeah, well, okay, Tyler, that that diamond cutter, that was like a TKO, wasn't it? Kind of, yeah, I guess. He was on his shoulders, and then he flipped him out? I guess so. Yeah, you could say it was probably a TKO. Ten times better than Mark Merrill. Oh, oh, yes. Well, I mean, that goes what I'm saying. Yeah, speaking of Mark Merrill, heavy metal Van Hammer. Whoa, yeah. (laughs) Misses a dive on DDP, of course. And then he gets taken out with the kitchen sink. He's like, I'm sorry, Raven. I'm sorry. <laughs> he smacks. It's like the, there's there's only one thing worse than Van Hammer's wrestling, and that's his acting and maybe his choice of music. But yeah, I I, I like I like well no, uh, but he's '80s hair metal. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. If like, Van not, Hammer came back and did a a comeback nostalgia run right now, he'd he's be too like busy hitting people while he's drunk, bro. He'd be Steel Panther Van Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. I'm parole, Van Hammer. Oh, no. He'd be a five-finger death punch fan. Oh, probably. Come out with a backwards hat, some camel pants, driving a fucking truck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Affliction shirt. I got no no qualms against backwards hat, but everything else is pretty fucking suspect. Lift a truck, whatever, to each your own. But, I mean, these day, day and age, the inflicted shirts, come on now. Give it up. Give it up. Let let it die. We we let Ed Hardy die. Slut affliction and tap out. And especially tap out is dead. It died when WWE bought him. But, yeah. <laughs> but like other than that, just let it go. Most things die whenever WWE acquires the rights to God damn right. Uh Infliction, that was Randy Couture's, right? I'm pretty sure, yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The only I I'm sure AJ Styles keeps them afloat to this day. 
<laughs> buying him flexion shirts. I mean, he's the guy that would wear that. Flexion and Bibles, man. Yeah, it's a correlation. There's a joke to be made there with those two words. I, I'm just not smart enough to do it. So I'm I'm no Bible reader. I tell uh, you, that. no Bible reader, but I can tell you that's sinful, sinful. But we would get the debut of one flock member. We talking mother. about uh, Horace Hogan, the brother baby. of the brother, Horace Hogan. Oh man, it's nephew of the brother. Right, right, yeah. right. The brother of the brother's son. Nick? No, no, the brother of the brother. It's his father. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoever Horace or whoever Hulk's brother was, it's the brother of the son of the brother. Brother. <laughs> brother, and dude. Goddamn, what a generic <laughs> ass looking motherfucker this He's is. He's wearing the TV crew suit. Tony Schiavone said, I've seen him there all night. <laughs> Why is the ring crew member getting involved in this? <laughs> yep. And you know what? For a second, I was like, shit. I would have why liked is to the watch. ring crew member getting involved? I would have liked to watch the whole show to see if he actually was there all night or not. I doubt it. Just, Hogan's just like, brother, no, couldn't get you booked on the show. <laughs> but you're part of the but ring you can set up the ring, brother. And then Horace just went into business for himself. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well, it's fucking fantastic. Uh, I mean, it's probably episode to how how uh, episode apropos apropos. Tyler, uh, DDP still wearing rib tape. <laughs> Throughout his whole career, he would just wear rib tape. I'm pretty sure back the AEW. WCW action figure we had had rib tape. Well, he'd come back on um <laughs> on AEW and he'd wear rib tape too. <laughs> I haven't wrestled 20 years wearing rib tape because he hurts. <laughs> Nagging injury from the past. Macho man. So dastardly macho that, man. Post yoga workout hurts my ribs, brother. <laughs> Went a little too hard on the DDPY, you know? Uh, Raven would actually be uh, one of the spokespersons and one of the people uh, highlighted in DDPY for a few years or for a year. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Gotta got to kick those drugs somehow. Raven, he's what a rough looking individual nowadays, though. Yeah, you great can, character though. Like this podcast, fantastic. Yeah, I, I enjoy this podcast. I've always found Raven to be a funny guy. Yeah, um, yeah. He, I've watched more Raven shoot interviews oh. when I was younger than anybody else. <laughs> All of them, because <laughs> he had the Secrets of the Ring, like the straight yeah. shooting series from yeah. ROH, and he, I think he did like five Secrets of the Ring and. Yeah, I mean, that guy just has a great mind for um, wrestling. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah. It's crazy. He's, it's probably his own doing, his own choice, but I'm cre- I'm shocked that he's not in a creative role. And yeah. And never has been. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, man, I mean, I'm sure there's stories of Raven just being hard to get along with, too. I'm sure Raven is very hard to get yeah. along with. He seems like a, a very stubborn person. Yeah. Yeah, so you know, putting him in a creative role is probably pretty hard. He does probably don't play well with others when it comes. To I, I I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, because the Raven character is so steadfast. You know, like once he just you know honed in on it, it was the character through and through. It didn't stop. Just the the outside changed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Motherfucker turned Tori into a ninja, and then would never be seen again. Like, they would reveal that. And I remember having arguments in school. They were like, they never ever showed who the ninja was. I was like, yes, they did. It was Tori. Raven her maid out after. They did that. 
No, they didn't, Tyler. No, they did. Nobody would ever believe me. And one one day I was perusing the internet and I was vindicated as I seen it. I was like, fuck, I was right. Good. Yeah. No, those casual wrestling fans know better, man. Yeah. yeah. They know better. I don't know. Yeah. They I'm watched right. Raw every once in a while. Every once in a so while. They, except for, they except know- for Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen is no casual wrestling fan. Oh, I wasn't name dropping anyone. No, 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 no. Uh, but I was I just know, saying most, know Kyle, most casual wrestling fans act like they know way more than you do. I know, I know, I know. Kyle listens to the show at least sporadically, so don't want him to be be misrepresented. No, so. no, we ain't misrepresenting any uh, any non casuals here. You know. No, no, no. God, no. When did when did when did this conversation turn out to be like this? <laughs> what brought me here? <laughs> <laughs> uh Horace though he would he would get involved and he would smack DDP with the sign. Raven then would hit the even flow and get the win. That was the match. Raven would win the US title and then lose it twenty four hours later to Goldberg in mm-hmm. very quick fashion, if I am not mistaken. <laughs> but you know, good excuse though. He went through this big brawl with DDP. Yeah. They even alluded to it on commentary how it's not even fair that Goldberg is has the face somebody went through this and it also makes sense because he probably pummeled a flock member earlier in the night being yeah. Perry Saturn so yeah 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 that's true actually there's a little bit of a foreshadowing there yeah good look I love on WCW Bob Mold must have been there at this point <laughs> no no yeah Thank, thank God for uh, punk rock singer to uh, bring logic back to the wrestling business, right? Uh, wrestle you to Husker New, man. That's dirty nil. I know, but it's Husker New with his band. I know. It's I just know. that fitting of where's wrestle you to Husker New. It's like, oh, Bob was a wrestling writer. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. Never thought of it like that. It, go, it just makes me assume that they knew. Kevin Nash says he's a great guy. <laughs> Really gay, but great guy. <laughs> I can see that be something Kevin Nash would say. Really gay, but great guy. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Punk uh, rock tie-ins with WCW aside with the Misfits and Vampiro yeah. and Bob Mould. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you should have gotten the Dead Kennedys associated with Ken Kennedy at some point. <laughs> Jello. Com- comes out with the Nazi punks fuck off. <laughs> Just dropping M bombs and songs all Kennedy over the place. Kennedy rolls the mic down. <laughs> no, no. Han- Hannah Marco, our producer, take one. Whatever he says. <laughs> Just like. Do, do, do. <laughs> now, if I'm not mistaken, Travis, our next episode is WCW Fall Brawl 97. I believe it is. I have the card here if you would like me to run it down. Bring me. Bring me home. All right, so Rage in a Cage without Rage, Tyler. <laughs> That's right, too. Rage was the one. It's Rage in a Cage. Yeah. We all knew he wasn't going to be a part of any cage match. I'm not looking forward to watching the Nitros leading up to this one. All right, so for the World Cruiserweight title, yeah, Chris Jericho taking on Eddie Guerrero. That should, should be, a, be a fantastic match. It's almost it's 17 minutes, so... It's, okay. You know you're getting yourself yeah. a fucking good that's, match. That's a good opener. Uh, next up, you have Harlem Heat taking on the Steiner brothers, and with them lately would be Ted DiBiase. Next up for the world television title, we got Alex Wright, Das Wunderkid, taking on Ultimo Dragon. That gets and, a three and a half stars, actually. Oh, wow. Wow, yeah, Das Wunderkid. The Eddie Guerrero match was uh, three and three quarter. Mm, so. 
Hmm, cool. Next up, Dean Malenko takes on his very short-term partner, Jeff Jarrett, because um, the numbers don't lie, Tyler. <laughs> this would actually get three and a quarter stars. Wow, okay, fair. I didn't look at the guide. And um, then don't look for good matches after this. Really, because I'm excited for this one. Mortis and Wrath take on the Faces well, of Fear. Well, yeah, okay, you're not going to get melts or recommended matches. You're not going to get that. I'm fine with that. But Faces of Fear... Taking on Morris and Wrath, that should be fun. Fuck yes. Gets 12 minutes. Like, so seeing, you know it's good. Watching Mortis <laughs> work with Ming and the Barbarian <laughs> oh, is going to be fucking fantastic. great. And I, I'm curious to see how Wrath is going to work with the faces Not of Not well, I don't think. Not well, but I just want to see it. Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah. And now it's time for the disintegration. Uh, the Giant takes on Scott Norton. Interesting, but I know it's not going to be very good. Five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Giant's going to fucking mop the floor with him. Yeah. Uh, no, disqualifi- no disqualification tag team match. DDP and Lex Luger take on Randy Savage and Scott Hall. Yeah. 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 No Hulk Hogan on this show, by the way. No. No, I'm sure he actually, I'm pre- I don't know. He's filming something, obviously. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. I think he only had four pay-per-views a year he was contracted to be at. Not more than that, because he's on Road Wild. Oh yeah, no, but I mean, like, he was only con- he only had to do four pay per views. They probably raise him if they wanted to use him for an extra show or something like mm-hmm. that. But it wouldn't be Fall Brawl without War Games. Nope. And this year it is the Four Horsemen taking on the NWO, which I'm pretty sure it was the same thing last year. Yes. Yes, but this year it's... No, it's Team WCW. Was it just Team? Oh, because Luger was there, yeah. probably. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. But this year, it's Benoit, Kurt Henning, who I guess is now a Horseman member, yeah. Ric Flair, and Mungo <laughs> takes on the NWO featuring... <laughs> Why couldn't Savage and Hall have been in this match, man? <laughs> right? Fuck, come right? on. You got Buff Bagwell, which shouldn't be there. Nope. Not in the main event. Yeah, Kevin Nash. Fits like a glove. Makes sense. Yep. Conan, I'm okay with. Yep. Shouldn't be there. Six? Makes sense. He's been the number four member of the NWO yep. since they started. Like number six, actually. Ted DiBiase was number four. I know, I know, but I'm, not, I'm talking no, in, yeah, in the, tier yeah. of importance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're 100% right. You know, yeah. other than Savage, Giant was a big deal when he was there, but other than Savage, six was the main guy besides for the OG three. Yeah. Well, he was winning the cruiserweight, the U S exactly. He was doing all that. He was wrestling flair. Like he wrestled flair at road wild. Yeah. Good match. too. Yeah. And, um, yeah, if this was savage, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash and six, this would be a high marquee match. I find even with Mongo in there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but you know, but it might be okay. It, it might be. be okay. It might be. I think there's a lot of good been workers much, in this match. We might, we might have been. I don't know. Actually, Paige and Luger against Bagwell and Conan doesn't really sound like my deal either. But no, no, no. But I mean, Jesus, it is. Yeah, no, you're right about that. You're right. What but, what would what would have DDP and Luger done if they're not allowed to be in the War Games match because it's horsemen? Yeah, and you got to DDP so hot right now. He has to be on to. the show. He has to be on especially the show. with no Hogan. They yeah. need to stack up this card. Yeah. So I'm assuming Hogan's back for Halloween Havoc. I don't know what program he works for Halloween Havoc this year, but 
Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not sure either. Something not, tells me it's probably like giant or something like that. But oh god. I, well, you know, I gotta try now. Let's see, Halloween. I don't know what they do for Halloween Havoc because last year was Savage. It's Hogan and Piper in a cage. Are you fucking serious, Tyler? Yeah. 997? Yeah. Oh but you do God. get Nagata and Ultimo Dragon. Fuck's sakes. This, Eugene, du- this Eugene, WCW timeline cannot end soon I know. Enough. I can't wait for Starcade. Uh, get this, though. It's not a bad card. Really good card, actually, because there's, there's a match in this show that's forever known. You really? got Eugene Nagata and Ultimo Dragon. Come on. Oh, yeah, in 97? Yeah. 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 Oh, Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, now that changes mask. everything. That changes everything. Jericho and Gato. What? Yeah, yeah. No way. Uh, I mean, Alex Wright and Mongo. <laughs> oh, that is a that is some steaming shit right no, there. It's also known for two matches forever known in wrestling history. So you remember when this arc started and Disco left? Holy shit, yeah, Disco's been gone. Right? Because he <laughs> wouldn't job the Jackie? Well, he comes back and gets his job back. And the famous story is he had to job the Jackie to get his job back. Jacqueline. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has a match against Jackie. Jackie beats him on this show. Uh, Henning and Flair. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Could you imagine just... Like swallowing your pride so much. <laughs> WWF wouldn't hire him. I guess. Good, good. Yeah. Fuck Glenn Gilbert. I don't like him. I don't like him at all. But just Kurt Henning and, and Flair, Luger and Hall, Savage and DDP, Las Vegas sudden death match. Sudden death. Sudden death match. And then yeah, do you have to, do you have to shoot them in the skull or something? Maybe, like maybe. And Piper and Hogan. Well. Piper and Hogan, that is complete bullshit. I, I'm tired of it. Yeah. We we were we were down that rabbit hole for way too long, and they got to revisit it again. Yeah, just give me fucking Sting and Hogan. Like, give me death. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, we, well, we got Halloween Havoc, and then there's World War Three. Oh, yeah, yes. At least that has that fucking battle royal though. The battle royal is easy to watch. Yeah. Because. It's a battle royal. It's battle royals are always easy to watch. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I love me some battle royals. And then we got Starcade. So luckily, I mean, four WCW shows left. So yeah, I never yeah. thought when we started this arc that I'd be counting down the days to stop watching the WCW episodes. But it's like it for every arc, Tyler. We find something that yeah. is just the worst part. Yeah, the worst part of it. Yeah. ROH. Yeah, that was hard to watch. A lot of those TNA shows got fucking Really taxing. Yeah. And WWE was okay, but it was still watching 03 WWE, and that was... Yeah, well, we had made it to 04, and that gets even worse. Oh, yeah, we did do a portion of 04. Yeah. Thankfully, we capped it off on a good one with WrestleMania 20. WrestleMania 20, yeah. One of my favorite episodes we ever did, actually. If if you've never listened to the episode, go back and listen to it. It's a very good episode. Very long, too. Very in-depth. It's a four-hour episode. (laughs) Well, four-hour mania, so. Well, yeah, but no, but we also went into the the behind-the-scenes documentary that came out. Oh, that's uh, 19. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, 19 is good, too, but 20 is is best. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Either way, Travis, do you have anything to say before we fuck off? No, no. 
No, no, no. Well, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at the Federation. You can follow Travis on Twitter at Fudge Up. Facebook and Instagram is the Federation Podcast. Uh, PayPal is the Federation Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to make a donation, uh, you become a reoccurring donation, uh, become a member of the Fudge family by joining our Patreon, where you can get uh, episodes two days early. Every now and then there is a, uh, what do you call it? A fucking, I can't remember, exclusive episode. Exclusive and, episodes like the Kobashi Masawa. Yes, yes, which I swear to God we will get one. Uh, oh, we may as well just double feature that shit at this point. Right, right. Actually, that's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. You're on to something there, Travis. Mm. Um, but next week we are going to try the inevitable. And we are going to try to live stream to Patreon. Not a video, not like a video. Are we going to live stream Fall Brawl? Yes, okay. that is the goal to live stream Fall Brawl. And and so that Patreon members can can listen to it, and it'll probably stay up for a day until I don't know. Probably stay there. Honestly, no point in doing the episodes early if you watch it live. So so tune in next week if you're a Patreon member at let's say seven o'clock on a Tuesday, seven o'clock Mountain Time, which would be nine Eastern. So yeah, yeah, seven o'clock next Tuesday. Be there. You got time to eat your food. <laughs> you got time to smoke some weed. You got time to do whatever the fuck you need to do. Tuck the kids into bed. Yeah. And then listen to us. Ramble on. Ramble on. Yeah. About, about shitty ass WCW shit. So be great. So uh, we'll meet you there. And uh, take us away, Travis. It's Federation on Shuffle after all. In the meantime, and in between time. Take your seat.